0: All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Porn and the Gospel. I am your host, Spencer Sutton, and I'm glad to be here with you. Like I'm trying something new this morning. I am in my living room. I have a, a portable microphone, and what I've you know what what I think often is that um, when I'm finishing my quiet time in the morning. Man, I'm just writing, I'm journaling, and I would love to be able to share some of this with you, to encourage you, uh, to, to point you to Christ, to, to, for us to look together at the Word. And so I thought, you know, so what I typically do is I um, will then go downstairs, get out my computer, and, and it's a, more of a production, and this is going to be more of a spur-of-the-moment type uh, podcast format so I'm not sure if I'm going to do this every time or uh, just some of the time but it's very comfortable for me to when I finish my um, uh, when I finish looking at the word reading the word studying the word writing journaling and praying that I come in and, and speak to you so that's super comfortable uh, for me and I'm going to give this a try so, just bear with me and let me know. I mean, you can email me, Spencer at naturalpornkiller.com. If, if you don't like this format or if the audio is off or something like that, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to be listening to it as well just to make sure that it's not just horrible. <laughs> so, hopefully, it's not. But so I mentioned in the last podcast, and it was on prayer, I mentioned that I had been in Psalm 5. And I have been, and now I'm, I'm further along in reading of the Psalms. I'm actually in Psalm 18 right now, uh, which has been fantastic just to, to sit in and to read and to think about. But I want to come back to the Psalm 5 because I want you to see something that's had a major impact on the way I approach prayer. And I want, to see, I want you to see it in the Scripture And it has to do with my morning preparation. It has to do with preparing my prayers before God. Like when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, what is my morning preparation? If my morning preparation is right, then I can can look with expectation for an answer. That's kind of the way I was thinking about it in my brain. What is my morning preparation and then what is my... Expectation. If my preparation is weak, then my expectations are non existent. Like, if I'm just hurried with prayer, if I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll pray in the car, and listen, there's nothing wrong with praying in the car. I pray in the car. But if that is the extent of our prayer life, or if it's fast and just a shotgun approach, then what is my expectation? Like, if we're being honest with ourselves, it's probably not great. We just We do it, we pray, and then we think, okay, well, I've prayed today. And so it's almost as if it's a checklist. So I have no certainty in my waiting on God to answer. Like I'm clouded with a fog of shame or guilt or whatever it is, and so my time with the Lord is hurried, and I don't linger. I don't linger because you know why? Because Satan accuses me before the Father. And he accuses me, and it, it, it literally like it makes me feel as if I'm not worthy. And so, David, I'm going to show you what David did. I'm going to tell you, kind of show you what it means. And it's something that you can absolutely apply to your prayer life and begin to see results. Like, according to the Word. This is not according to Spencer. This is according to the Word. And so let's look at just these first three verses. This is what David said in Psalm 5. He said, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. Like, I want you to see, just in these first three verses, how careful David is. How carefully he comes to the Lord. Like, and he doesn't just come flippantly, and he doesn't come with nothing to offer the Lord. He comes with like this passion and this fervency to come before the Lord. Look at the words, my groaning and my cry. He's like, God, listen to me. I want you to hear the the most inner depths of my groaning and my cry to you. And Lord, you hear my voice. So he's reassuring himself. David's saying, I know that you hear me because you've told me that you do. And also, I have past experience that you answer my prayers when I've called to you, when I've prayed to you. It's interesting because I'm in Psalm 18 right now, and at the very beginning of this psalm, the first couple of verses, he's just recounting who God is to him. God, you're my shield, my rock, my deliverer, my fortress, like all of these things... Because he's thinking back on how God has answered his prayers. And it's very evident to him. It's like obvious to him. And so he knows that David is saying, In the morning when I come to you, you hear my voice. In the morning, I prepare a sacrifice for you. And so, like when I was thinking about this, like God's word taken in followed by a slow and careful meditation and examination, followed by prayer, (laughs) coupled with expectation will produce a harvest of righteousness. Like, guys, there is this combination that we desperately need. I don't need to check off a list. I don't have to read the Bible in a year. Like, what I need most is to be fed to be nourished with God's Word, and then I need to turn it back into prayer. Like I need to pray through these things very, very carefully. Like think about this. And and I want you to see something in verse 3 that is very, very, very important to us. Because verse 3 when he says in the morning i prepare a sacrifice for you and watch this is these are military terms which i think is extremely important to us like david is saying like I am marshalling up my prayers like men going to war. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a general carefully preparing my troops, or I'm like a warrior who's pulling back my bow and aiming at a target. This is what David means when he says, In the morning, I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set these these. Men in order. I'm going to set my weapons in order and I'm going to send them out into battle one by one and then I'm going to watch and see the result of this. So there was a cross referenced verse in my Bible. It was Habakkuk 2 1. It says, I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and I will look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. So Habakkuk was like, I'm praying and I'm going to go out and I'm going to stand on the tower and I'm going to look out and see the answer to this prayer. Like, Are my prayers, this is what I wrote in my journal, are my prayers marching into God's throne room by the blood of Christ ready to go to war in the world of lies and lust? Like, are my desires too weak or are they simply shotgun approach? So just imagine a a warrior just pulling back the bow and shooting without aiming, pointing a gun and shooting without aiming. Like, it's really, really important. Like, this is what Thomas Brooks says. He says, the prophet, or David, in these words, makes use of two military words. First, he would not pray, but marshal up his prayers. He would put them in battle array. So, when he had done this, then he would be a spy on the watchtower to see whether he prevailed. Whether he got the day or not. So when David had set his prayers, his petitions in rank and file and good array, then he was resolved. He looked abroad. He looked to see what door God would send in an answer to his prayer. And Habakkuk 2, two through four says, and the Lord answered me. Write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end, it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by faith. If you do not believe, why do you pray? And if you believe, why do you not expect an answer to prayer? Like, this is, we should be expecting, but In order to expect God to answer our prayer, we have to be carefully, carefully placing our prayers, thinking about our prayers, sending them up to God with great, great intention and with passion, like calling out. What I've been amazed at as I'm reading through the Psalms is just how much David is calling out and crying out. He heard my plea for mercy. He heard my cry. This is not flippant. This is not a simple prayer. This is a prayer of a man who's desperate. And so that would be my question to you, is will you take the time in the morning to marshal up your prayers before God and then look and expect Him to answer? I want to encourage you to do this. So one of the ways that I've been doing this recently is typing out my prayers because it forces me to stop and to think. And I pull up my computer, and I'm using an app that allows me to like just r- type out these prayers, and it, four times it asks me, I want God to know, and I just write all these things out and then it allows me to at the very end say, dear God, like you don't need an app to do this. Like You can literally pull out a document and type it. You can pull out a journal and write it. But whatever you do, and I'm not saying you necessarily even have to jot it down and write it out, but I want to encourage you if you're not doing that, if you feel that your prayers are weak and you feel your prayers are ineffective, they're not Passionate, and you're not expecting God to answer, you're just doing it to check off a list, I want to encourage you to take time to slow down, and in the morning, when you read the Word, I want you to carefully, carefully consider before you pray. Like, Get ready to go to war. Nobody goes to war without careful planning. And this is what you and I need to do. This is what, I love what Spurgeon says here. He says, look at the priest. He has a sacrifice to offer. So he's talking about this idea of carefully coming before the Lord in prayer. He says, but he doesn't rush into the court of the priest and hack the bull with the first axe he can find. He first washes his feet at the brazen basin. He puts on his garments and adorns himself with his priestly clothing. He then comes to the altar with his victim properly divided according to the law. He is careful to do according to the command. He takes the blood in a bowl and pours it in an appropriate place at the foot of the altar, not throwing it just like however he pleases, and he kindles the fire with the sacred fire from off the altar, not with common flame. Now this ritual in the New Testament now is all set aside, but the truth that it taught remains the same. Our spiritual sacrifices should be offered with holy carefulness. God forbid that our prayer should be just leaping out of bed and kneeling down and saying anything that comes to our mind. On the contrary, may we wait upon the Lord with holy fear and sacred awe. See how David prayed when God had blessed him? He went in before the Lord. He did not stand outside at a distance, but he went in before the Lord and sat down. And sitting down quietly and calmly before the Lord, he began to pray, but not until he had first thought over the divine goodness and so attained to the spirit of prayer. By the assistance of the Holy Spirit, he opened his mouth Oh, that we more often sought the Lord in this style. So, brother, just an encouragement to you that, man, you and I have like a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be prayerful for and about. And we need to do this. So I want to encourage you, like this week, be careful about your praying. Act as if you're going out to war. Before you leave your house, before you leave your apartment, before you leave your dorm room, before you leave whatever, be careful, careful in your petitions, in your prayer, and your crying out to God, and see and watch, stand on the watchtower and wait In expectation for God to answer because He will do it. All right, brothers, that's it for this episode of Porn of the Gospel, and um, we'll see if this format sticks. Uh, I've enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see if you know if I can continue to do this, and uh, then maybe I will post uh, some more often. But I hope you all have a Great day and may the Lord bless you and lead you into deep communion with him. See y'all on the next episode.